Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on St. Patty's Day. It is, don't shake your head, Chris. It's not your day. It's my day. Actually, I take that back. I take that back. As an American of Irish descent, allow me to just let all of you know right now, appropriate the daylights out of my culture today. Enjoy yourself, all right? It's March Madness. It's St. Patty's Day. I have not one... But two sets of incredible news I'm going to get to here in just a second. All right, so just hang on. And I mean really, really, really great news. 30 minutes from now, 30 minutes from now, I am going to begin to reveal my top 10 Irish foods. So I'm going to reveal one per segment starting 30 minutes from now for the rest of the show. We have, oh my goodness. Great Nancy Pelosi audio, Joe Biden. We're going to get into the Hunter Biden laptop story. We're going to talk. Oh, there was a rally, a rally to stop Asian violence in Times Square. We'll talk about that. But before we get to any of that, I have to do something I never I never thought I was going to do. I never thought I was going to do. You know, part of the tagline of the show is, the Jesse Kelly show, unapologetic and unafraid. I don't know who came up with that, but they've came up with it. And I, apparently it suits and people like it. And, and so people went with that. And part of my thing has always been, I don't apologize. I never, I've always told you I never would. I have always told you that. Have I not? I don't apologize. It's just something I, it's something I believe in. I, if you have an apology you need to make to someone, you do it privately. These public apologies don't mean anything. And, and most of the time, they it's just a way for the communists to gain power over you. So I've always hated it to watch the right grovel and apologize and grovel and apologize. And so this is going to be very hard for me. This is Just hang with me for a second. This is going to be a very difficult, difficult open to the show. We're going to get to a bunch of fun stuff, but this is a very, very difficult opening. Uh, Governor Phil Murphy, as you know, he is the governor of New Jersey, all right? And, and for the longest time on the show, we have played a running thing, a running consistent sound on the show. And the sound, basically, the story behind the sound was Governor Murphy, he was, he was passing some restrictive rules that I just, honestly, they may be mad. I guess that's an excuse. They may be mad. I didn't think what he was doing to the people in New Jersey was fair, and right after he passed down some extra restrictive rules, he decided to go out and have a big family meal at a restaurant unmasked with his family. And then these New Jersey ladies, they came up to him and they were talking down to him and, and probably had one too many, but it's a sound we've consistently played on the show. And I know I told you I, I, I would never apologize, but I, I, we got this email and I just, I felt like. I felt like this was an appropriate time to bust this out. The email today said, I'm a strong supporter of Governor Murphy and that sick audio you keep playing of these women cursing at him and you laughing about it is absolutely disgusting. And all of you should be ashamed of yourselves. And I'll tell you that, that honestly, it hit me right in my heart. It hit me right in my heart. I'm, I'm, I haven't been right since I read the email. I feel completely convicted about it. And so, from the bottom of my heart, this is my apology. Oh my God! Hey, how you oh doing? Oh my God, Murphy! How you doing? Such a you're having you fun are... with your family. In the meantime, you're having all kind of other bullshit. 
No, no, I'm not drunk. As a matter of fact. Well, can you put your mask on. You can go f yourself. How's that? Well, I don't need a mask on. You know why I don't need a mask? Because there ain't nothing. From the bottom of my heart, accept my apology. That's how sorry I am. That is how devastated I am by how offended you are. So allow me, before I get into the, I have two pieces of awesome news. Way beyond the St. Patty's Day stuff and everything else, I have two pieces of awesome news. But in, before I get to those, just I want to make sure I remind every single person listening, everyone, I don't apologize and I don't give a crap if you're offended about anything. You're welcome to email me in and let me know, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We love them. Because we sit around and we laugh and Chris says, Jesse, look what this guy said. And Michael and I start laughing and it's hilarious. So yeah, please keep sending them. But understand, I despise communists. And I really take genuine enjoyment out of making communists miserable. And because I'm a bad person, I have a unique gift to make people miserable when I want to make them miserable. And I will spend every waking moment making communists miserable and we're all going to laugh at you as you're miserable. Clear? Now, speaking of which, remember tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So get your questions into jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All right. Now, I have two pieces of they're gigantic news. I mean, world-changing news. And you may not have heard this or you may not realize they're world-changing. But I, I got my hands on them and I'm excited to share both. So I, I wasn't, sure, wasn't sure which way to go yet. But first, all right, let me start here. Let me start here. You know, we've been talking extensively on the show this week about the violence, about the violence that's been committed against Asians, not just in New York. I mean, everyone talks about New York, New York, it's happened in New York, but across the United States of America, this is a nationwide, nationwide problem, nationwide problem. And so I've been very forceful about why aren't we talking about the racial tensions? 99.9% .9 of these attacks are black people, uh, black men attacking Asians. Okay, so there's tension between the Asian community and the black community. I want people to speak about it. I want the black community leaders to sit down with the Asian community leaders and let's talk. Let's Why? There's clearly racial tension. And so I, I'll tell you what, it blessed me today to no end to see this. There was a rally against anti-Asian violence in Times Square. That is so inspiring. And it look, hey, the New York Times even wrote about it, and I'm looking through this article. One, two, three, four, five. Five-page article. The word black doesn't appear once. African-American doesn't appear one time. But there was a rally. We have solved the crime against the Asians. By the grace of God, there will not be any more because there was a rally and a five-page article in the New York Times. I don't know about you. I didn't think this problem was going to get solved. And then I saw this. <laughs> now I realize people are taking this seriously. If they will follow up this rally 
without naming the problem, if they'll follow up this rally with an aggressive hashtag campaign on social media, I think it may end, end racial tensions as we know it in this country. Honestly, that's that's look, you saw you saw the video probably by now of that gigantic black dude following a 67-year-old Asian woman into a building and beating her within an inch of her life. If that dude had known there was going to be a rally in Times Square, he never would have done it. He never would have done it. And I can tell if he was about to walk in that room and hit that woman, I can tell he would have said to himself, oh, I can't do this. I forgot about the stop Asian hate hashtag. Ah, dang. Guess I'll have to sit this one out. Look, look, if if you're mad about me being tongue in cheek, just know I'm in a tongue in cheek mood. I am so flabbergasted by the unseriousness of every single part of this society. And I know you probably are too. Everywhere we turn, there are these gigantic problems. And everywhere we turn, there's some unserious or stupid or scared loser leading the solution to the problem. Everywhere we turn. Oh, there's a virus. What should we do? Uh, Let's stand six feet away from each other, guys. Can we put footprints in the grocery store? That'll, that cures viruses, right? Those viruses see that six feet and they think, dang, I can only jump five. Ah, if I had known. Every single part of this society, we are led by clowns and unserious losers. And it drives me up the wall. And what else are we going to do but laugh about it? What else are we going to do but laugh? A nationwide, not New York-wide, nationwide campaign of violence against Asian people committed by black people, and nobody can even say the word black. And again, why? It's not like all black people are doing this. It's a few violent ones. So why can't we get community leaders together and find out where the tensions are? Why are we having a problem? Let's talk it out. No, we get stop Asian hate campaigns, five-page articles in the New York Times that don't even mention the word black and nothing else. Unserious people. Oh, speaking of unserious people, you know what? That's too negative. I don't want to go negative again. We're going to do another positive story. I think, I know this is breaking I think maybe the war in Ukraine is over. I think Ukraine already won. Hang on, I'll explain. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. I counted out his money And it made a pretty penny I put it in me pocket And I took it home to Jenny She sighed and it she is swore the Jesse Kelly Show On a St. Patrick's Day, baby St. Patrick's Day March Madness has started Who can't be happy? And remember, we're ten minutes away Ten minutes away from the beginning of my big reveal My top ten Irish foods. We're going to release one per segment. One per segment. Hang on for this. I know. Look, maybe you're still sitting around thinking, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? What should I have for, for breakfast tomorrow? I've got you covered. We're going to go all Irish tonight. All right. All right. Now, I told you before in the, in the first segment, I said, hey, look, I think it's awesome. We finally solved the hate crimes that are happening against Asians in this country. They had a rally in Times Square and a five-page New York Times article. I mean, it didn't mention black people or anything like that, but hey, there's an article of some kind. 
So, all right, let's set that aside. We're going to get to inflation and Biden and all these things. I know this Ukraine-Russian situation. I know it's been on your mind. And like you, I want it to be over. I mean, I just want it to be over. I don't really care about either government, to be honest with you. I just want the innocent people to stop getting hurt. And, and I really, I want this thing to stop. And I was worried. I, I had a moment, to be honest with you, I had a moment last night. I was driving home and I thought to myself, man, this thing's never going to end. It's free. It's never going to end. It's just going to keep going and going and going and going. And then, and then I heard this today, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, I, I got choked up. Uh, it, it, what you saw yesterday was history. Later at the lunch, just maybe you might want to watch, I'm going to be reading a, a poem written by Bono about Ukraine, which you might find interesting. That's uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi tackling the tough issues. She decided, look, this is a serious matter. We have to approach it with seriousness. What says I'm serious better than a poem from Bono? And in case you're wondering if she followed up on it, she did. And actually, as she was reading this, we were watching as she was reading this, it's my understanding that Putin has actually turned around and he's already headed back to Russia just as he listened to this. So go, go ahead, please, Chris. Oh, St. Patrick, he drove out the snakes with his prayers, but that's not, it, that's not all it takes. But the smoke symbolizes an evil that arises and hides in your heart as it breaks. And the evil from, risen from friends, from the darkness that lives in some men, but in sorrow and fear, that's when saints can appear to drive out those old snakes once again. And they struggle for us to be free from the psycho in this human family. Oh, gosh. We are in so much trouble. <laughs> Do you remember? Do you remember uh, what's that? What's that? What's that cloth? Uh, it, it's it's heritage is from Africa. Kenti cloth, I think it's called. Kenti cloth. I, I hope I'm saying that right. You remember after St. George Floyd died and all the House Democrats put Kenti cloth around their neck and took a knee. It so reminded me of that moment. Okay, we have major events going on in the world, not just Russia, Ukraine. There are major things happening across the globe, and the speaker of the House of Representatives, she, look, hey, she even told everyone, tune in, I've got this covered. Uh, it, what you saw yesterday was history. Later at the lunch, just maybe you might want to watch, I'm going to be reading a, a poem written by Bono about Ukraine, which you might find interesting. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Gosh. All right, we still have to get to the Hunter Biden stuff, and I, and I'm and I am going to get to that here in just a second. I just want to make sure I want to make sure everyone understands. When I laugh, it's because I feel that it's something you have to do and I have to do because otherwise we're just going to go crazy. I mean, what else are we going to do? I, I, I talked about it in the beginning, and I'm going to talk about it again right now. The true unseriousness of the people who lead us in every part of this culture. Think about think about what you see out there right now. Remember how they attacked the border? You remember that? You remember what they did to attack the border? Kamala Harris flew down to Guatemala and blamed climate change. I'm not making that up. She flew down to Guatemala and blamed climate change. Remember 
Remember what they've been saying recently about inflation? I mean, we all know why you get inflation. Everyone knows that. You print unbacked money. You print money unbacked, especially when you do it really fast, you get inflation. So we spend way too much. Everyone knows that. That's basic knowledge. Remember recently, I think that was yesterday or the day before, they told us the only solution to inflation is to, for the government to spend more money. I mean, just a complete upside down world where left is right and right is wrong. How, how do we stop? How do we stop the vicious attacks on the Asian community? Let's let's do a stop Asian hate hashtag campaign. How are we how are we going to tackle this whole Ukraine Russia problem? Vladimir Putin's a bad guy. I'll read a poem from Bono. We are led by people who lack seriousness. It's embarrassing. And and look, it can be maddening because these are gigantic issues. These are super, super important issues. And yet they don't seem to take them seriously at all. In fact, it's almost like they're getting really, really in our face with how unserious they are. Maybe that's just my imagination because I get so mad about it. But don't you feel like they're more in your face about how dumb they are than they've ever been before? I mean, she's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. She has to know. She has to know right now. Buildings are being bombed. She has to know how this sounds, right? Uh, What you saw yesterday was history. Later at the lunch, just maybe you might want to watch I'm going to be reading a a poem written by Bono about Ukraine, which you might find interesting. That's the level of seriousness we're dealing with. All right. That's enough of that for now. Uh, We do have to talk about, see, there's a headline here. Two years of the pandemic in New York, step by awful step. And it is time to have another tough conversation about the unseriousness of the people who lead us, people who led us. People who are going to be leading us. That's one. Two, number one gets revealed. Or I should say number 10 gets revealed in my top 10 Irish foods. And that happens next. Plus, Hunter Biden's laptop. All that's coming up tonight on The Jesse Kelly Show. Jesse Kelly show on a St. Patty's Day. You know who likes that music? You know who likes that music? Every freaking person on the planet. Everyone on the planet. And you know what? You can tell this because whenever you talk about traditional Irish music, most of the time people like lose like losers like Chris, they'll try to play it cool. Oh, really? Oh, that sucks. Oh, can't we play U2 or something lame like that? Then you turn on the music. What do you think I see when that music comes on on the other side? I see people moving their head, dancing, jamming, because everybody loves traditional Irish music. I was at this bar one time. Sorry, I'm going to get back to the stories. But I was at this bar one time in uh, Las Vegas. I actually don't even know if this place is still there. Uh, no, that's not the time when I spent all, when I gambled away all my money, Chris. That was a different time. All right, We don't have to bring up old stuff right now, Chris. Anyway, 
back to this one. Uh, there, there was a hotel there, and I. This makes myself so sound so old when I say there was. It's my understanding that Las Vegas has massively blown up and grown up, and they have all these new fancy hotels. So I genuinely don't know whether this hotel is still standing. But when we were in the Marines, if we had some extended time off, sometimes we'd like to go down to Vegas, take in a show, enjoy ourselves. And they had a hotel down there called New York, New York. And I'm guessing it's still there. It was certainly on the cheaper end when I was there because that's all we could afford. We'd do that thing where like six of us would pile in a room so we could afford a room and have any money. Anyway, in New York, New York, they had one of the greatest pubs I've ever been to in my life. It's called Nine Fine Irishmen. And it was one of my first expo- uh, ex- exposures. I got a lisp all of a sudden. One of my first exposures to Irish music. And you walked into this place, and it was several floors, but that wasn't the best part of it. The best part of it was, at least that night, they had a traditional Irish band playing the Irish music. Guess how many fights there were in that place that night? Zero. Why? Because everyone was in a good mood. Everyone was singing and dancing. I mean, poorly and whatnot, but having a blast because Irish music is the best. All right. Now... Speaking of unserious people, and I'm going to get to the Hunter Biden laptop stuff here in a second, uh, and I'm going to get to all that stuff in a second. I do have to do my first reveal. Chris, do we have any kind of like a drum roll or anything like that? I feel like we should have a drum. That's okay. I actually prefer to do my own sound effects. All right. So I promised you that I would do my top 10 Irish foods for the rest of the show, and I'm only going to reveal one food per segment. One food per segment. So without further ado, we're going to start at the back end. Start at the back end. (laughs) Quick, Chris. We're going to start at the back end. So drum roll, please. Does that sound good, Chris? I'm doing my own sound. Yeah, it does. I do my own sound effects. Drum roll, please. What is number 10? American cheese. A lot of people think American cheese is American, understandably. American cheese was actually invented in Ireland in the year 1901. 1901, American cheese invented in Ireland. How about that? Dropping some knowledge on you tonight. Number 10, American cheese for the greatest of the Irish foods. Now back to what we were talking about. The unseriousness of the people who lead us. Because I see this headline. Two years of the pandemic in New York, step by awful step. And what I don't see is an honest accounting of the fact everything New York did was wrong. Of everything the West did, America did, was wrong. I see all these people who want to look back on the COVID campaign and the COVID pandemic and all these people who are mad about this or mad about that, but... I see so few people who are willing to admit they either outright lied to us about everything or they got absolutely everything wrong. Everything we did was insane and it all it all caused all this inflation pain we have now, all this gas price pain we have now. You're upset about the economy? You're upset you can't afford eggs? You're upset you can't afford gas? Look to our coronavirus restrictions. You mad about that small business going out of business? Mad your favorite restaurant shut down? Well, we have people leading this world 
who are so unserious, they look back at the pandemic and they're not done destroying it yet. I'm going to play you some audio here. Her, her name is Maria Van Kerkhoff. She's with the World Health Organization. Here's what she has to say. Do these, these mask mandates and vaccine mandates that have been lifted, have they been lifted too early? Well, we recommend a combination of approaches. Um, there is no one solution that's going to end this pandemic. So increasing vaccination coverage and in particular, making sure that vaccines are reaching those who are most at risk, people over 60 years old, people with underlying conditions, immunocompromised individuals in every country is absolutely critical to saving lives now. But we also have to do other measures. Wearing of a mask is a simple measure. They're, they are well uh, stocked around the world. They reduce the spread. Distancing, you know, being careful. We're asking people to be careful. We're asking policies in countries to use a layered, tailored approach and target it based on the needs. It's too soon to lift measures. It's far too soon to lift all measures, and in particular in, in, in certain countries. But we do recognize that countries are in very different situations. We are just asking people and policies to remain cautious. These people sat back and destroyed your life for two years, and they don't feel the least bit bad about it. In fact, they still feel like they're the good guys. I'm going to say this once again for the cheap seats. All right. I just want to make sure everyone understands. Lockdowns don't stop viruses. You don't quarantine healthy people and you don't shut down your economy ever for any reason. You never even consider it. Standing six feet away from everyone is not only impractical, it's stupid. That face mask you have on your, on your face and your son's face and daughter's face, it's not only stupid, it's not doing anything, and it's destroying the mental health of a nation. Standing six feet away from people doesn't cure viruses. It doesn't even slow the spread of them, as we've seen. Everything we did was wrong. The lockdowns, wrong. Mandates, wrong. Read you the article yesterday. New study out of the UK. Four or nine out of ten UK COVID deaths vaccinated. Your therapeutic didn't work as advertised either as you line up for your 10th shot. And yet these people, the people who've been wrong about everything still get out there consistently and speak as if they're right about everything. Looks like we got a Fauci finding. We have to be careful that if we do see a surge as a result of that, that we're flexible enough to reinstitute the kinds of interventions that could be necessary to stop an additional surge. That could mean a return of mandatory masking, especially in areas of high transmission. Lunacy. All the people who've been wrong about everything for the last two years are entirely convinced they've been right. There's never an honest accounting. Honestly, it's just like that Stop Asian Hate campaign. There's never an honest accounting. There's never an honest discussion. Every time you hear, let's have a conversation, let's tackle the issue, and then you bring up any specifics about it, you get everybody recoiling in horror. That's what happens. Unserious. I don't know. I don't know how all this ends. I don't know where we're going as a nation. But I do know if we don't start getting serious people leading the country, we have no chance. We have no chance whatsoever. All right. Remember, tomorrow's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Get your questions in now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. 
Ask me anything. On Friday, we have a blast. We spend the whole day answering your questions. They can be dumb. They can be political, history, whatever. Get your questions in. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Coming up next, on top of all the Hunter Biden stuff, we have yet another best Irish food reveal. Number nine is coming here in just a second. It's so exciting. But first, are you able to protect yourself? If some gigantic violent monster follows you into an ATM machine and tries to beat you up, what are you going to do about it? Yell, scream, try to call the cops, or are you going to pull out your hero gun and defend yourself? A hero gun is a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. They explode on contact. They will bring whoever's attacking you to their knees. This thing has already saved lives. Anyone can use it. Anyone. That daughter of yours who hates guns, she can use it. Grandma, grandpa, wife, husband, mother. Get them one of these things. Get some extra rounds too. It has a laser sight. You don't need a concealed carry permit for it. Go to Hero2020.com and use the code JESSE because that gets you a special discount. Hero2020.com. Go get a hero gun. Know you can protect yourself. State restrictions may apply. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Nothing can bring me down tonight. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, the whole thing's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, leave a five-star rating and leave a review talking about how handsome I am. Chris, I think you threw away. Someone emailed in, some some crazy communist emailed in that he's tired of hearing me talk about leaving reviews, talking about how handsome I am, and he wanted to punch my face in. <laughs> He's so upset. Oh, gosh, that's fun. All right. I forgot. Remember, tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show, I'm a Kelly. I'm qualified. We are revealing one per segment. We started last segment. We are revealing the top 10 Irish foods. The top 10 Irish foods. And we actually don't have a drum roll or anything like that, so I prefer to do my own sound effects anyway. So it is time for number nine. What, Chris? That sounds like drums. Number nine for Irish foods, Budweiser. A lot of people don't know this. People think Budweiser is an American beer. Budweiser was actually created in Dublin in the year 1809. 1809 Budweiser, as traditionally Irish as it gets. I may crack one here on the air. Oh, wait, that's illegal. All right, never mind. I'm not, I'm totally wink, wink, not going to do that. I promise. Budweiser, number nine on the all time Irish foods list. Now, I could get to the Tony Bobulinski, Hunter Biden laptop stuff, and I'm going to get to that in a second, but I have to do a couple things real quick first. Um, This is an old thing. The chances you've heard it are probably not good, though. It's a video. We're actually going to put it up on the show's Twitter page and Instagram page if you use social media. There was a local news station. They went out and they interviewed some people for St. Patrick's Day. 
and this is important for, for the sake of what you're about to hear, they went into this all-black neighborhood and they started interviewing them about the leprechaun that apparently kept appearing to them in the middle of the night. Now, this is long. This is, I mean, it's a couple minutes long. I honestly don't think I'm going to cut in because... I have tears running down my face every time I play this thing. And I want you to understand, it's old enough now. Like, everything gets debunked that ends up being garbage in the end. It's old enough now. They've looked into this. This was all authentic. This just happened. They took cameramen out there and a news reporter into this neighborhood. And just a local news station got all this. You sit back, put a smile on your face on this St. Paddy's Day, and enjoy. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? yeah! Eyewitnesses say the leprechaun only comes out at night. If you shine a light in its direction, it suddenly disappears. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff. And it told me to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. We're going to get down to the bottom of this. Yes, yeah, still on there, guy. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. This guy helping to direct traffic says he's prepared for his encounter with the leprechaun. He's suited up from head to toe. As he as he's about to begin his interview with this guy, I just need to reinforce for you again that this guy he's interviewing is black. All right, he's black. It makes it funnier when you can picture that. Go ahead. This was all smells right here. This is a special leprechaun flute, which has been passed down from thousands of years ago from my great-great-grandfather, who was Irish. <laughs> they just came to help out. Others just came to get lucky in hopes a pot of gold may be buried under this tree. I'm going to run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where the gold is. I want the gold. Give me the gold. I want the gold. Oh, that's as good as it gets. We'll put the whole video on the show's Twitter and Instagram page at Jesse Kelly show. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. All right. Now, first of all, I need to clarify something here. Uh, I see people say something and it drives me nuts before I get to the Hunter Biden stuff, Chris Cuomo, man, the Cuomo family really got taken down before I get to all this stuff. There's something I see out there uh, on the right and it bothers me and it bothers me. And this is what I hear. Social media doesn't matter. Look, Maybe you're not on social media. And if you're not, I want to encourage you not to get on it. it, it it's not something I believe everyone should get on. It's, it's not. It's, and it's not like you're missing out. I mean, yeah, there's funny stuff on there. We put some show stuff on there. Whenever I want you to have some kind of a visual, because I can't paint the masterpiece with my, with my words, Chris. What, Chris? <laughs> no, but it, when we want you to have some kind of visual like that video, I want you to be able to see it and laugh with me. So we put that stuff online. But this way of thinking that social media doesn't matter or it's not real life is wrong. It shouldn't matter. And maybe you could make the argument it wasn't real life except for the fact the people who run the world think it is. Right? Isn't that really what matters? If there's, if there's your, your child comes to you and says, hey, mom, Dad, there's a monster under my bed. You are going to do what? 
You're probably going to say, go back to bed, you whiner. There's no mutton. No, I'm kidding. You're going to get up, probably, depending on the age of the kid, and grab a flashlight and walk them into the room and look under the bed with them, shine the flashlight under there and say, look, the mo- there's no monster there at all. But let's say you didn't do that. Let's say your child came to you and said, mom, dad, there's a monster under my bed. And let's say you said, yeah, there is. There's a gigantic child-eating monster with huge fangs and claws. In fact, if you even walk into your bedroom again, that monster is going to eat you. Well, does it matter from that point on whether or not there is a monster? The kid ain't ever going back in because in his mind there is because you say it's there. Social media is immensely powerful because presidents, senators, congressmen, CEOs, foreign dictators, terrorist organizations, professors, actors, athletes, the people who sadly lead cultures, they're on there and they think it matters. Therefore, it matters. It's just that simple. Therefore, it matters, which, which reminds me. Speaking of CEOs, where are, you, where are you sending your cell phone money every month? I mean, do you have Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile? I really, I really, I, I don't want you to, I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to go back, go look up the various advertising campaigns those companies have run. And now ask yourself, are you content sending them money every single month? And there's no judgment here. I, I've had Verizon. AT&T was my first cell phone provider ever. I just switched from T-Mobile to Pure Talk. But I'm done sending my money to people who hate me and despise me and tr- do everything they can to wreck what I believe. Switch to Pure Talk. It takes less than 10 minutes. And you're talking to an American. And you save a fortune. The average family saves over $800 a year. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, you'll save an additional 50% on your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. All right, we still have two hours of great Jesse Kelly show for you. And next, we reveal number eight on the Irish foods chart. Which What's it going to be? You may learn something next. <laughs> 